Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hello and you're very welcome to this week's podcast. Today is the 20th of the 3rd, 2022. It's a Sunday. Are you recovered from St. Patrick's Day, the glorious day of our Saint El Papi? He had a celebration earlier on in the week and what a joyous day it was for the Irish and everyone across the world as we all came together to celebrate um, a fella who came over to Ireland apparently and he brought a bit of Christianity with him in the back pocket without people knowing. He was captured by Irish pirates. First I knew that there was Irish pirates and he was basically brought back to this country. And he didn't want to come back. He wanted to stay. He said, I want to stay in Wales. They're like, no, you're coming with us. So they brought him back anyways. And he's, they kept him as a slave in the country. And he was there for six years. Six long years without anything at all. No money in the back pocket. Not even a pair of jeans to walk around in. And eventually he got away anyways. He had this premonition in the middle of the night. And he saw Jesus Christ. And he said, Jesus Christ said to him, he was well off now to go back to Wales. So he walked 200 miles all the way back to Wales. He got a boat across again. And he went back to his life in Wales. And then a few years later, he had another premonition in the middle of the night. He might have been on the magic mushrooms. You'd never know. And that premonition said to him, I want you to go back to Ireland again. Only this time, give them a few prayers because they weren't praying in Ireland at the time. They were all pagans and all the other crack that goes with it. So Patrick comes back again anyways. And he says, he, he goes on top of Crow Patrick for 40 days and 40 nights. And he talks to God and God's like, yeah, just go down there, you know, give them... Give him a couple of prayers, you know, give him talk about the Bible, all the other kind of stuff. Oh, yeah, and another thing, I want you to get rid of the snakes. Patrick was like, what? He goes, yeah, I want you to get rid of the snakes. There's about six across the country. Just keep your eye out for them. Get rid of them. We don't need them. They're not good. They're annoying. And they just get in the way of people's lives. So please get rid of them. And also the Christianity part of things. Thanks very much. And God hung up the phone. So people celebrated that during the week. So we're going to be talking a small bit about that later on. Also coming up on this week's podcast, what features do you find most attractive in somebody? I ask people on Instagram um, what features they most they find most attractive. Now it could be it could be emotionally, it could be spiritually, it could be physically, it could be anything you want. I'm not trying to put words in your mouth. Maybe some people like toes. You know, everyone's different. So I asked that question on Instagram. We're going to get stuck into that a bit later on. Also, I'm going to be looking at ten ways. You can survive during an Armageddon. Thanks for being with me today. Hello. Hello? Uh, is that is that Boris Taxi? Yes, it is. Hello? Hello. Hello, how are you? Good. Yourself? Good now, thank you. What's up? Good. Good. Everything yeah, okay? I'm looking for a lift out of town. When? What time? Uh, myself and the cousin had two brothers. Okay, right. right. It's a good gang of you. Yeah, what sound, time? Sound. Ten um, minutes, we'd say. What time? T- uh, Fifteen what minutes. Type? Fifteen minutes. Okay. Right? I go get a bag of chips. You do, yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. You come in for me then, okay? Okay, but Great get stuff. me... Yeah, get okay. me some as well. Are you wrapping out the house? Oh, yeah. Good of course. Cheers. Of course, I would. Yeah. Okay, better go. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye, bye, bye. See you soon. Now, on this week's podcast, uh, I wanted to start off with a bit of a pre-ramble before I get stuck into the cock and balls of the podcast. I slowly am getting addicted to these matchas or maccas. I don't know if anyone else out there drinks them. Maccas. It's like chocolate, coffee and hot water. It's like coffee with a bit of chocolate in it, basically. And uh, I'm sure they're 
everyone fucking on the, on the high streets of every city across the world are probably listening now thinking, sure, of course, I know what a fucking market is. But I never really had them. I always seen the button as the option there when you go for your coffee or your tea. And that's another thing I don't want to talk about. But, you know, the way things have changed over the years, we've went from uh, big tea drinkers to now big coffee drinkers. And it's a sign of the times. People are hard pressed for a bit of time and they're power walking through the cities and the towns and that's why they need their coffees because they're on the go there's no more downtime anymore there's no more time to be sitting around drinking a cup of tea for yourself and today was a prime example I was in Tesco right and I was perusing one of the aisles and I was looking at at tea bags you know and I've been out I've been out already now for Paddy's Day which I'll get into later on but I was out for a couple of nights over over Paddy's Day there and a a price of a pint right you're talking 5.50 6 euro it's creeping up all the time. It used to be below the five, but you'd be hard pressed to find a pint in Dublin city centre above the five, or below the five, I should say. Now, I was in Mayo for it, and I found plenty of spots where you could get it for below five. But, like everywhere else, they're all creeping up. And, you know, you have a few pints over the course of a night, and that accumulates in price. So, basically, what I'm trying to say is, I was in Tesco today, anyways, and I was looking at the tea bags, and uh, there was a box there for 3.50. And it was these, like, sleepy time tea bags and uh, I was looking at them and there was 10 in a bag and I was thinking to myself Jeez, that's that's expensive for tea bags very expensive and then I did the math and I thought to myself you know what really in reality you're only paying three, 35 cents for a cup of tea so what is the problem where I can't even be nice to myself and buy myself a nice box of green tea bags for over yeah they're, they are pricey they're more pricey than the Barry's tea and the Lion's tea I get it but at the same time, you know, on the box it says sleepy times or it might say comforting times or it might have a bit of chamomile in it or it might have something else in it. And then when you drink it, you feel good after it. You know, I like coffee, I like tea, but sometimes you're a bit wired after that, you know, and you just you feel like a bit antsy. But with a nice cup of green tea, you know, you know where you stand. Like there's nothing you're not going to get caught out, you know, in 10 minutes, you know, wanting to use the bathroom, for example, you know. Um, but with the green tea, it's nice and steady. So anyways, I was in Tesco and I was looking at these tea bags and I was thinking to myself, Jesus, would I get them tea bags now? And I was looking around then and I was like, all right, 350 for them box, four euro for them. And I seen a box even higher up the shelf. It was about 450. And I was like, who's buying them? Who's buying those green tea bags there? 450. Seriously, no one's buying them. Get rid of them. And I looked across then as well and I seen a box for 59 cent, 30 tea bags, 59 cent. They were blueberry or something like that. And I was looking at them. They're all the same. The packaging was fairly basic, but I was looking at them going, you know what, maybe, just maybe I'll pick up one box of them and another box in a different flavour, like a chamomile job. And then I thought, you know what, no, today's the day I start looking after myself. So I got myself a box of fucking matcha coffee. Can you believe it? I bought myself a box of matcha coffee and I didn't really know what it was at the time. I thought it was somewhere in between um, a green tea and a coffee. Got home, she took myself on a matcha or a maca and made myself a big, big cup. It was almost the size of a jug and I scoffed that down me and not only did I get the kick off the coffee and it was a very subtle kick of coffee and I know I'm after just saying earlier on that coffee's bad and I do strongly think coffee's bad but it's the way of the times now. There's no need, I mean I go through phases where I'd be drinking three or four coffees a day and I'm not getting a stir out of it. And I need to keep up on the level. But when you get past the four coffees or the five coffees a day, you're in deep, deep waters. 
you could get caught out anytime. That's the thing about coffee. It just sends you over the edge. So this mocha that I bought in Tesco, I was, I was a bit of chocolate in it too. And it was, it was kind of like drinking um, just a, one of those kind of cocoa chocolate jobbies. But it had the extra kick of the very, very subtle caffeine. And what I'm trying to get at here is that I really enjoyed it. And I'm just wondering, is anyone out there that's kind of slowly getting addicted to the maca? Or maybe it's a big deal and people have moved on for it. Anyways, I'm going to move on for it now. And I'm going to move on to a very special day in my life last week, which was not only St. Patrick's Day, the day of our patron saint of Ireland, but also on the Friday. It was National Jambon Day and there was new flavour in town. It was the chicken curry jambon. If you didn't get a chance to eat it, this is not just a shame, a shameless plug here, okay? Okay, maybe it is a small bit, but at the same time, I had two of them today, and my God, oh, the Lord save us and stop the lights. They were lovely. Genuinely, I was cutting through them with the knife and fork, and I was like, these are lovely. These are lovely. So suffice to say, I'll be eating plenty more of them. Now, I also heard during the week that it was two years since poor old Kenny Rogers popped his clogs. He's two years gone from this realm. He died in 2020. And uh, I just want to say, rest his soul. He's a great old singer, Kenny Rogers. Now, I was also remembering during the week, um, my Debs, for some reason. I don't know why this came into my head, but I was driving through Barana. And that's where we had our after party. And just for some reason, I remembered, I got this flashback when I looked at the hotel that we all partied in after our Debs. And I remember getting friend zoned by the person that I brought to the Debs. Cruel times, there was tears on the bypass the following day. Let me tell you that for nothing. But that was just something that flashed into my head during the week. And there was a bit of a nostalgia going around, what with St. Patrick's Day coming back again. And it was a great feeling. It was great, great excitement to see everybody out and about again. And we're going to get into that in two minutes. But also wanted to give a big shout out to a place in Roscommon. It's called Bluebell Woods. I was there for about an hour or two hours there the other day, just walking around the place, you know, just having a little scoot. There's so many amazing forests in this country so many hidden gems across the country and if you're driving through Roscommon pop in to the Bluebell Woods now I'm not encouraging anyone to go dogging that's not what I'm saying and I'm not saying that that woods would be a perfect place to meet up if you wanted to email me and go dogging I'm not saying that but if you're looking to get out and about spend a bit of time in nature and you're in the Roscommon area check out the Bluebell Woods I'd give them a high recommendation now uh, one one final thing before I get into the main fruit and veg of this podcast. Uh, I seen a Massey Ferguson the other day, a Massey Ferguson 35 tractor. Now, the reason why that brought a, a tear to me eye was because growing up, my father, he's always had this Massey Ferguson tractor 35. It's a, it's, you know, years ago, I would have said it was a piece of shite. And that's the God's honest truth. That's exactly what I would have said. A tractor that is no good for anything. But the more the years go by and the more that tractor keeps on starting every time you want to start it, and it might be a bit sluggish, but by Jesus, it'll, it'll give it a good go. The more I see that out of the Massey Ferguson tractor, the more I realise that I was wrong and that, in fact, that Massey Ferguson tractor is an absolute gift of our forefathers and our ancestors, and I hope we don't lose it. And I've seen a load of Massey Fergusons driving through the parade in Swinford, and now... Without further ado, let's start talking about the Big Man's Day. Yes, indeed, folks. St. Patrick's Day 2022. Now, I'm sure as everybody else is aware across this planet of ours, we celebrated a very, very wonderful day there last week. St. Patrick's Day. 
and it was great to have it back after three years away. The whole world went absolutely paddies mad, including Chicago, who painted their river green. And it was great to see great to see people out with their green hats and all the parades coming back again. And there's a great atmosphere in the air. And I hope and I pray that everybody had a good St. Patrick's Day. For, for this year in Ireland, it was two years. Um, well, they didn't really have it for two years. It was like you have the St. Patrick's Day and then for some reason they've added on a second day which is kind of what we've always dreamed of, really, because for St. Patrick's Day, you like to go out there, you like to enjoy yourself, you like to have a bit of fun. And then the following day, you don't want to be worrying about having to get up early because, let's face it, we're always on the clock seasons. We've got our Fitbits. We're always going down to the minutiae detail of what time we have in our hands. And sometimes it's just good to let the steam off. And where did I let the steam off? But Swinford Town. I was in a couple of pubs there during uh, the parade. It was lovely crack. And you could see the excitement on everyone's face. Now, there was a bit of a nip in the air, but it wasn't anything as bad as the nip of 2019, if you can remember that nip. That was a very nippy day where it was at the point where I had to kind of leave halfway through the parade. I was like, oh, I can't stand this. I needed a better jacket. But this time I came prepared and by God did people blow the socks off me. It was amazing to see. And again, had a few pints after. It was great crack. The atmosphere was flying and... um, the following day, I woke up and I'm not going to lie to you, I was a bit shook. I was out with my father as well and he was a bit shook as well. So there was two lads between the two of them shook enough. And I hope you had a good uh, time of it yourself. I, I'll never forget, right? This is a true story. I'll never forget. Years and years ago, when I was living in Galway, there was a parade in the town and there was people down by the Spanish arch and everyone was having a party and the whole streets were wedged. It would have taken you about three hours to walk up and down Shop Street, the main street there in Galway. But the one thing that I'll never forget was I seen a fella down the Spanish arch pooing into a bottle. I could not take my eyes away from the action. I didn't know. What, I was like, what's going on here? I mean, one part of me was disgusted that this fellow was pooing into a bottle and I don't know why he was doing it. Maybe he just couldn't get away from the parade in time. Maybe he had too many coffees. There was so many people there that maybe he couldn't get away, but he had hunkered down and he was pooing into a big, large bottle of TK Lemonade. If you remember that product, it was like years and years ago, they used to have this big wide-rimmed bottle of five-litre red lemonade. You could buy it back in the day and it was delicious. But not in this case. Your man, unfortunately, was taking a poo into the bottle and I have to admire his accuracy. I was looking at him going, Jesus Christ, I can't believe he's getting it right into the hole. I tell you, Ronnie O'Sullivan would have been impressed. Anyways, we're going to move on from uh, that, but I was just reading there during the week that the first St. Patrick's Day celebration in the United States of America was held in Boston in 1737, a long, long time ago. And I suppose that probably was the Irish people who headed over there back in the day. And it seems like some for some reason, the Irish people, maybe it's the same for every country, but it's I feel like the Irish people have come up with a lot of different events or traditions throughout the year like there's not many countries across the world that have such a big day for themselves as St. Patrick's Day like I know a lot of people in different countries they mightn't even celebrate it and there also might be plenty of people who are just putting on a a green hat or whatever and they're like oh yeah sure we're just on the piss for some lad called Patrick but there's plenty of people out there that because of that day they think to themselves you know what let's have a let's go to Dublin for St. Patrick's Day or let's Let's look at a little video on the internet of what's going on St. Patrick's Day across Ireland. And they watch a few videos and they see a few people drinking a couple of Guinness and they think to themselves, that looks good. I'm going to head over to Ireland and celebrate St. Patrick's Day. And it's great to see it too. I've never been to America actually now for St. Patrick's Day, but I'd love to 
I'd love to be maybe be in New York or even Boston. It'd be great. I can only imagine the hard Irish dudes walk around Boston on St. Patrick's Day. That'd be an absolute sight to behold altogether. But uh, throughout the years now, I've had some really good St. Patrick's Day. There was a few in particular in Swinford Town where St. Patrick's Day, there'd be like fellas going through in the parade with massive costumes on them. They'd be dressed as monsters and there'd be fellas on the street and they'd be dancing and jigging and playing the tin whistle. And then you'd have a couple of people selling cups of tea and there'd be people juggling on the other corners and there'd be people then down the street just doing an old jig for 20 pence a go. And there'd be just events going on all over the place. And... uh, you don't see as many as you used to now, but there was one particular one and one float that definitely won St. Patrick's Day this year. If you haven't seen it, check out what Bell Mullet had for their parade. The winner, I think it was I think it was the winner of the best float in the whole St. Patrick's Day. It's a great video and you should definitely check that out. Now, I asked the question on Instagram, what do you find most attractive about someone you fancy? So I'm going to read out a load of answers that I got here. Thanks very much for everyone for sending them in. And then I'm going to tell you what I find most attractive about someone I fancy. Not that anyone gives a shit, but I'm going to do it anyways. So let's see. We're going to start off here with the Halley says a yurt tattoo. As far as I know, the rubber bandits made the word yurt or maybe it was Limerick people made the word yurt famous. And I don't think they use it in Cork or County Clare, but I think it's only in Limerick. Um, And I've only really heard the bandits using it. And some people use it too. So that's probably what Halley's getting at there. Maybe they're from Limerick or maybe they're a fan of the bandits. Colm McNeil Jambons. um, Let's see what else we got here. Uh, Strong handshake, said Jody. Yeah, I know what you're saying. A strong handshake is important. You You don't want to be going out with someone that has a soft hands and they don't know how to hold your hand. You know, I want someone that knows how to grip a hand and it's firm and their hand is dry. There's nothing worse when you shake hands with someone and their hands are wet. You're like, where's, where's that hand been? Um, what else we got here now? How many Crystal Swing members they can name? Sinead says their personality. That's a big one. Growing up, you're always told, you know, it's the body, it's the face, it's, it's the sexiness. But... There's a lot of people out there, too, that would say it's the personality because that's got to carry you past the point of sexiness. Um, Don Crehan says their ability to pour Beamish from a can to a pint glass and it looked like it was a pulled pint. That's a very, very niche uh, fantasy that you have there. But I know what you're saying, too, because it's a, it's a sign of accuracy. Um, let me see. Fitness level, said Steve Clohan from America, the great United States. Hey, the fitness level is important, yeah. Um, what else we got here? Um, sorry, now I'm just going through a few more of them. The smell is what someone said. Yeah, I know what you're saying too. I mean, you want them to have a nice smell. You don't want them to be stinking the place up. Um, that's why you've got all these different perfumes out there. You know, the scent of those perfumes. You're like, that smells good. It's funny, isn't it, the way you have perfumes as well, where like, Years ago, I used to work in Boots, and I remember because I was staff, I used to get money off the some of the different aftershaves. So there was a time where David Beckham had out an aftershave. I think it was called The Truth or something like that. And I remember buying it going, this will be great now. This will really work for me. Me thinking that I would be walking around a nightclub or a disco or a pub or even on the high streets of Galway 
wearing David Beckham perfume and people would think, ooh, now I'm attracted to him. But um, yeah, so it's all a big con, to be honest. Uh, let me see what else we got here. Be kind to people. That's a very good one. Yeah, you got to be sound. You know, as Scooter once said, it's nice to be important, but it's more important to be nice. 18 Tulse said, eyes, you've got your great eyes too. Sense of humour and is very attractive. And kindness. Yeah, all those together in a nice pot. Mix them up. What do you get? You get a very nice person. Um, Let me see. Finding a spot in the bushes outside my gaff. Okay, I don't know if that's in response to the question I asked or what that is, but we'll keep going anyways. Dolores said they're freckles and, you know, there's there's been a craze over the years for freckles. If you check out any of the movies you see in Hollywood, they have fantasy like everything else. But freckles was one of those things. I never really got it myself. And the eyes is another person said. Katie said that. And that's the window into the soul. The eyes are a great giveaway as well. You can't really hide what's going on with the eyes. You can put on a smile. You can put on a frown. By fuck, when I look into those eyes, I know exactly what's going on. Kieran says confidence. There's a lot of people out there because they're confident. They get themselves carried through life. Like there was one time, for example, I seen I seen this fella and he was wearing really pointy shoes and he had really wide jeans and the back of the jeans were dragging on the footpath, getting covered in rain and he was eating a kebab and he was very unsteady on his feet. But when he finished the kebab... He turned around and marched straight towards the pub and he walked in and the bouncers didn't say anything because he had confidence on the way back. Um, let me see what else we got here. Big Chrissy said, are they riding or not? People like a good ride out there as well. You know, some people are into the one night stands. Some people are completely against that and they want to push it long term. They want to see what the person is like. And that's why there's a big craze out there nowadays for internet dating. And not I don't mean meeting someone on Tinder. I mean like as in chatting to someone for a very, very long time on the internet. That's a big thing out there. So, But Big Chrissy is not looking for that. He's looking to get stuck in straight away. So um, I'm sure there's plenty of people out there that could match the portfolio. Um, let me see what else we're going to read out. One or two more. Terry says the eyes... Timmy says their ability to live, laugh and love. And that's a great sign that someone is very attractive if they have that sign in their house. Right, let's see what else we got here. I'm going to read out one final one. When the words match the actions, that's attractive as fuck. Thanks, Nicole, for that one. Now, did you ever find yourself stuck in the wild and you didn't know where to go? Well, I'm going to give you 10 survival tips today on how you can survive in the wild longer if you ever find yourself caught on the hop. Tip number one is it's all about the mindset you got to master your attitude so when you're out there in the wild just say to yourself okay calm down look around you start playing with your senses figure out what you can eat mm, what's that there in the tree maybe i can take a couple of berries off the tree wait some of those berries may kill you be careful you don't have your phone in yet so it's a trial and error job watch out okay that's tip number one um tip number two is to find yourself a home or a shelter quick you want to build it before it gets dark. So what you want to do is you want to gather up big branches, trees, leaves, everything. And then you want to learn how to put a sort of an, an apex roof on a house. And then you want to build the walls. And then you want to get in there, put lots of leaves as well for the bed. And then put a little door as well in case a bear kills you. Just to be careful, you know, and just maybe try to have a little weapon just to protect yourself as well. So that's tip number two. 
Tip number three is to find yourself some clean water. You want to make sure that you've got a good water source very close to you. Maybe you can put a campsite beside the river, but be careful because the tent might fall into the river as well. So that's tip number three. Tip number four is uh, get some stuff to burn. So you got to get a fire first. So that's tip number five and four stuck together. Get a fire, burn stuff, and then find an animal that you can eat or a bit of fruit and vegetables that you can eat in the wild. So that's five, six, seven, eight tips there now for you and then of course you got to build a fire and then you got to be careful of the fire so that's pretty much all the tips once you have the fire ready for yourself once you have the campsite ready once you have the food cooking you're pretty much good to go and that's i suppose the hard part is trying to get the fire going and i don't really know much about that side of things but i suppose you probably have a lighter on you anyways or maybe you'll have a box of matches in the car or something like that but just what i'm saying is in that order get yourself sorted with your accommodation get yourself sorted with the fire get yourself sorted with some food and then you know you might want to look at getting yourself maybe something warm to wear as well in the woods so if you ever go for a walk make sure to wear a nice jumper now that's all i have for this week's folks thanks very much for everybody for listening in this week i want to give a big shout out to all my patrons for listening and for supporting this podcast thanks very much if you want me to talk about anthony you want to get anthony off your chest please do get in touch my email is uncolly at gmail.com and also I want to give a big shout out to Golden Bake for their continued support. Your, your delicious jamons continue to rock my world. Oh yes, they do. So that's all I got for this week's folks. Hope you're keeping well and as, as I said, look after yourself and we'll be chatting to you very soon and uh, enjoy the rest of your weekend. <laughs>